0: bellows. It has blown a terrible blast in my face all the way from Bartlett. "'Then you are going towards Vermont?' said the master of the house, as he helped to take a light knapsack off the young man's shoulders. "'Yes, to Burlington and far enough beyond,' replied he. "'I meant to have been at Ethan Crawford's to-night. But a pedestrian lingers along such a road as this. It is no matter.' "'for when I saw this good fire, and all your cheerful faces, "'I felt as if you had kindled it on purpose for me, "'and were waiting for my arrival. "'So I shall sit down among you and make myself at home.' "'The frank-hearted stranger had just drawn his chair to the fire "'when something like a heavy footstep was heard without, "'rushing down the steep side of the mountain, "'as with long and rapid strides, "'and taking such a leap and passing the cottage "'as to strike the opposite precipice.' The family held their breath, because they knew the sound, and their guest held his by instinct. "'The old mountain has thrown a stone at us for fear we should forget him,' said the landlord, recovering himself. (laughs) "'He sometimes nods his head and threatens to come down. But we are old neighbours, and agree together pretty well upon the whole. Besides, we have a sure place of refuge, hard by, if he should be coming in good earnest.' Now let us suppose the stranger to have finished his supper of bear's meat, and, by his natural felicity of manner, to have placed himself on a footing of kindness with the whole family, so that they talked as freely together as if he belonged to their mountain brood. He was of a proud yet gentle spirit, haughty and reserved among the rich and great, but ever ready to stoop his head to the lowly cottage door and be like a brother or a son. "'at the poor man's fireside. "'In the household of the Notch "'he found warmth and simplicity of feeling, "'the pervading intelligence of New England, "'and a poetry of native growth, "'which they had gathered when they had thought of it "'from the mountain peaks and chasms, "'and at the very threshold of the romantic and dangerous abode. "'He had travelled far and alone. "'His whole life, indeed, had been a solitary path.' "'for with a lofty caution of his nature "'he had kept himself apart from those "'who might otherwise have been his companions. "'The family, too, though so kind and hospitable, "'had that consciousness of unity among themselves "'and separation from the world at large, "'which, in every domestic circle, "'should still keep a holy place "'where no stranger may intrude. "'But this evening,' A prophetic sympathy impelled the refined and educated youth to pour out his heart before the simple mountaineers, and constrained them to answer him with the same free confidence. And thus it should have been. Is not the kindred of a common fate a closer tie than that of birth? The secret of the young man's character was a high and abstracted ambition. He could have borne to live an undistinguished life, but not to be forgotten in the grave, yearning desire had been transformed to hope, and hope, long cherished, had become like certainty, that, obscurely as he had journeyed now, a glory was to beam on all his pathway, though not perhaps while he was treading it. But when posterity should gaze back into the gloom of what was now the present, they would trace the brightness of his footsteps, brightening as meaner glories faded, and confess that a gifted one had passed from his cradle to his tomb, with none to recognize him. "'As yet,' cried the stranger, his cheek glowing and his eye flashing with enthusiasm, "'as yet I have done nothing. Were I to vanish from the earth to-morrow, none would know of so much as me as you. That a nameless youth came up at nightfall from the valley of the Seiko, and opened his heart to you in the evening, and passed through the notch at sunrise?' and was seen no more. Not a soul would ask, Who was he? Whither did the wanderer go? But I cannot die till I have achieved my destiny. Then, let death come, I shall have built my monument. There was a continual flow of natural emotion, gushing forth amid abstracted reverie, which enabled the family to understand this young man's sentiments, though so foreign from their own. With quick sensibility of the ludicrous, he blushed at his ardour into which he had been betrayed you laugh at me said he taking the eldest daughter's hand and laughing himself you think my ambition as nonsensical as if i were to freeze myself to death